son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. In the past week, there's been a lot of talk about divorce, in particular, divorce and politics. It's not every day that Canada makes headlines all over the world, but this story about the Prime Minister uh, and Sophie Gregoire Trudeau separating certainly did do that, made headlines everywhere, but not as much here in Canada. I think Canadians had a very different attitude towards that. We feel it's quite private. Uh, it's a it's a family issue, and we don't really, I think, want to interfere or discuss that. It also shows you how much, though, attitudes have changed towards political situations involving divorce. We're going to talk more about that, actually. Dr. Rod Phillips is with us now, a professor of history and editor of the Journal of Family History at Carleton University. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. I guess this has been a fascinating week for you to kind of see what the public attitude has been like. It has been. It has been actually quite interesting because I'm just uh, I'm just reworking a book that I wrote in the 1980s on uh, on the history of divorce and uh, trying to track changes in attitudes and changes in divorce actually over that period. So um, this has been quite interesting. Yeah, things have really changed. I feel like this for a lot of Canadians, they just they thought, you know what? Nope, that's a private matter and and we don't want to deal with that. Is that a sense that you got? I think that is, uh, yeah. But I was a bit sort of surprised by how blasé people were about it. I thought there'd be a little bit of, you know, prurient interest. You know, what what's going on? What's the backstory? Um, someone be cheating on somebody? You know, that that kind of thing. But there's really been nope. nothing of that, and I think people are prepared to sort of take it at face value, and unless you know, other, other information comes to light. Yeah, I got to tell you, like even us talking about it right now makes me a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> because it is not something that I think I, I wanted to discuss or, you know, you want to leave it to the family there. So let's talk about the historical aspect of this because this certainly was not always the case. There was a time, Dr. Phillips, where this would have been a big no-no. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and not that long ago, quite frankly. I think, you know, I think you can go back to, certainly to the 50s uh, when you know divorce was thought to be pretty shameful, people were didn't, didn't want to acknowledge that they had a divorce in the family. Um, you know, divorced divorced people sometimes couldn't get credit, couldn't get loans because they were thought to be unstable uh, and and immoral. So that's you know that's, that's seventy years ago. It's not that, it's not that long, but but things began to change. So in the sixties and seventies, with liberalisation, new divorce laws just everywhere in the Western world, and. Um, you know, it, t- it took sort of fault out of divorce, so you didn't have to prove adultery or violence or desertion, and people could simply, you know, get divorced after you know a period of uh, of living apart. And that's first of all, the the number of divorces went up quite dramatically, and it made divorce more common. People met divorced people; they had divorced people in their families and divorced people in their circle of friends. And it just became normalized, I would say, in the sort of the, the 90s and around the early early uh, 2000s. And that's what that's what we're seeing now. And, it, it, you know, it may have gone further in, in Canada than, say, in the United States, I think. Uh, but you can also see it in um, in in Britain, where, you know, Boris Johnson was uh, divorced. I don't know how many times he's been divorced, two or three times. And, you know, he was elected uh, uh, prime minister. I mean, he was dumped more recently, but not, not because of that. 
and, uh, and and the fact that you know there's a, now a king and a queen consort on the throne, or the queen and king of England uh, and and of of Canada for that matter, who are both divorced. And it maybe just comes with more personal experience, as you pointed out, that, you know, 100 years ago, it might have been a bit more rare. 50 years ago, it might have been a bit more rare. But nowadays, it's not. No, it's not. And, uh, and I think people have sort of realized that th- these things happen. I mean, sometimes there are bad stories that go with divorce. You know, there's violence, um, you know, uh, coercion, you know, all, ki- all kinds of things that can, that can uh, go with divorce. But, you know, on many occasions, people simply grow apart, you know, the the marriage runs its course, and uh, I think people are kind of familiar with this in their in their own families, their own relationships. Does it depend? Do you think on which country it is? Like, I, I had to wonder whether or not this would be the case if it happened in the United States. Oh, well, that's a good question, and uh, my, my thinking is that probably a divorced a divorced person could not be elected, say to uh, to the presidency of the United States. Neither could an atheist, for that matter. Because, um, I mean, for all that we think of the of Americans as being quite liberal, they're very conservative in religious terms and they're very conservative in, in, in moral terms as well. Um, so I think I think Canadians are, are likely to be more liberal. And I think I think most Americans would think that as well, because they, they kind of look at uh, look at Canadians as being some somewhat uh, too liberal, I think, in many in many respects. What about other countries? Like, in, would this be a big deal in Europe? I don't think so. I think Europeans are pretty, uh, pretty liberal on the whole. And the, I mean, the, the French president, uh, Francois Hollande, actually divorced while he was uh, while he was president. Um, and then you have Johnson in uh, in in the United Kingdom. So, I, I, no, I, I think that in much of Western Europe, anyway, I, I can't speak for the Central East and, and Eastern Europe. I think in most most of um, uh, Western Europe, I mean, Berlusconi in Italy was divorced. Um, I think there's a greater tolerance of, uh, of um, you know, different kinds of marriage relationships than in uh, many other parts of the world. Yeah. So is there more of a separation, do you think, then, of private life, personal life, or Canadians just not caring? We don't want to know about the personal life situation versus what they see in the United States? Well, you know, I think people are always kind of interested. They sort of, you know, we'd like to know the story, but, but I don't think anyone's going to uh, obsess about it. And I and I don't think it's really going to have any political consequences. I mean, I, I just don't I don't see that happening. It didn't happen with uh, with Pierre Trudeau, um, and that was some time ago. And I I can't see any uh, potential political downside to uh, to the separation as far as uh, Justin Trudeau is concerned. Well, it certainly gives us a lot to study. That's for sure, uh, Dr. Phillips. Thanks for your time. Oh, you're very welcome.